I know you're out there. I can feel you now. You are listening to Spiritual Fitness, brought to you by Inspire the Collective. Spiritual fitness? What is that? Spiritual fitness is a digital community space helping everyday greatness seekers all over the world challenge and conquer one of the biggest obstacles we all face, our own mind. Embarking in topics to get you out of your own way, strengthen your internal game, and excite your soul for passionate growth. Prepare to open your hearts for truth, clear your mind for inception, and strap your carcass in for a soul awakening shakedown as we unpack another episode. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good wherever you are. Thank you so much for joining us here on Spiritual Fitness. We love it when our community comes together here and joins us for an episode. We're going to follow up on a previous discussion we had here called Overcoming Our Upper Limit Problem. This topic is going to be in conjunction with overcoming our upper limit, tending to comparing ourselves to our close community. We're just going to talk a little bit about that and go a little bit deeper into it. Yeah, welcome back, community. It is super nice that everyone is joining us and we're getting repeat repeat listens uh, to these to these episodes because what's nice to hear from people, especially people that we're close to, is that people are sharing how they are trying the exercises, they are trying the different activities that we're suggesting, because these are things that we actually have read ourselves, that we practice ourselves, we've done in the past. And so it's awesome that um, to get the feedback on those things. And yeah, it's just, we're just super grateful to be able to be able to provide such a space like this. And so with this episode, as we follow up, which was from episode four, talking about our upper limit problem, as we get into that, we talked about how we can find ourselves in a space of feeling great, feeling good, feeling overwhelmed with joy or some type of happiness. And we fall into a space of being worried or another thought will creep in and kind of steal away or thief away our joy. And it's this worrisome type feeling. And what we have read in another book is about this idea that we have self-limiting behaviors and we have these characteristics that are built into us from programming from kids that are what bring us back down from a place of like feeling great and feeling good and feeling high on, I don't know, ourselves or our achievements or successes or celebrating someone else. And so these self-limiting behaviors are really what we want to talk about in this episode um, and how to identify them, how to, how to notice if they're being triggered. And we're definitely going to give some exercises at the end of this episode, of course, to how to notice them, look at them and how to even start overcoming them when you're figuring those, when you're figuring out that you have those. Yes, I think that it's super easy once you recognize that you have them going on, little things will trigger them. And a great one that I had mentioned previously in another episode is, you know, the context of hearing as you're growing up that children are meant to be seen and not heard. And we lose our voice that way. And that's a great way where we kind of clam up and stop speaking our truth. Another one when you were talking makes me think about um, our, our family and I'm sure I've said this too, is our family always thought, oh, we're just poor Irish people and we're always going to be poor <laughs> Irish people. So we can't have yeah. our greatness. We can't yeah. have that life of greatness. It's never going to happen because the shoe's always going to drop. As soon as you reach that happiness limit, something's going to happen and bring you back down. Mm-hmm. And, and just that line of thinking is enough to bring you back down or to where you self-sabotage and do something to yourself. And I think that is a great thing to look at you know, never mind the things that you can create and manifest, but thinking about the fact that 
you have it in your own head, in your own mindset, that negative self-talk saying that you don't deserve it. You don't deserve that life of greatness. And then you do things to yourself that ruin your own good mood. Yeah. It makes me think about how in, in a work environment, like in so much in what we do in work, if you're not your own business owner, you're not in a place to where you can keep growing and work. You hit, we hear that saying you hit the ceiling, right? You can't go any further. What's interesting about self-limiting behaviors is if we have them and we're hitting them, it's actually a glass ceiling. There's actually so much higher that we can go and we can see that we can go there. And it's like, why do I keep hitting this, this ceiling or this, this wall? And yeah, recognizing them and knowing that they're there, this book about self-limiting behaviors super helped me. At least it's helped me now. Like, I mean, I'm going through it this week. <laughs> again, I went through it again last week. I went going through it again this week. And at least I know that they're there. I can start asking the right questions. Um, I can start facing some of my own fears that are ingrained, like you said, from child, from being a child, from, from, as I'm trying to say, childrenhood, it's not even a word, but from childhood that, <laughs> that, that, that they're there. And, you know, if, if we don't, if we don't know that this thing exists, we just keep continuing our life cycle and not finding ways to get over them. And we just keep hitting a wall and we don't think that we're allowed to have more. And so that's really what this episode is going to be about is how can we identify those things? And let's, let's ensure that we all know that we can have more. We deserve more. We are, we were born to have more. Yeah. We were born to keep creating, manifesting, dreaming, Mm -hmm. keep chasing. You know, it's truly about the journey. It's never about the destination because the destination is, you know, I mean, ultimately death, right? (laughs) And I I don't even really know if that's the destination, depending on how you look at things, right? That's just the next level. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, one behavior that always strikes out to me and is super easy to spot, and I do it all the time, is procrastination. Mm, And it's such a simple thing. Like once I'm really happy and I'm gaining momentum, I, I actually start to distract myself with too many things to do. Yeah. And then I procrastinate by giving myself too many things to do when I'm distracting myself. Multitasking is not <laughs> favorable. Yeah, it's this terrible cycle. Yeah. You're distracted, then you procrastinate. And then you get yourself right off your momentum. Yeah, I'm in that cycle right now, actually. Like, I'm totally in that cycle. Yeah, um, it's a terrible space to be. I think one, too, is getting ourselves into addictions or routines that are negative. I think mm-hmm. that's really easy to spot. I, I guess I shouldn't say it that way. Maybe it's not easy for some people to spot. But if you're starting to pay attention to the way you feel, do you feel energetic after you've left a certain group of people or do you feel drained, mm-hmm. right? And a great environment to feel drained is the bar. Yeah. Alcohol, right? The people that are there and what they're talking about. Do you really feel energetic after you leave a bar? Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a hard one to swallow especially for myself i've been drinking since i was 19 working in nightclubs drinking working in bars that's just been the lifestyle that's you know and in our society that's deemed as normal right that's the hangout that's the where you go to and you know just and as we bring this up again i we mentioned this in another episode it's like not to say that that is bad but it's just say just be more aware of the conversations that are being had around you in certain places. Another one that we, we keep talking about is this idea of comparing ourselves. That is a self-limiting behavior, comparing ourselves to our family, to friends, community, rich, rich and famous people, whoever, 
that comparison game is also a self-limiting behavior. So if you find yourself doing that, that you can notice that's what we call an, it's, it's what's called an SLB, it's short for self-limiting behavior. And those are one of the things that are going to keep you from getting to your greatness. And they're going to suppress your truth. They're going to suppress you from feeling authentic. And so start to notice these things and, and be more aware. Start opening up that five senses diet that we talked about before. Your, what are you watching? What are you listening to? You know, who are you speaking or how are you speaking? Your energy field around you? How are you feeling? These are all things that can promote and discourage you as a self-limiting behavior. Yes, exactly. And I just want to come back to the alcohol again, because it does have to do with the community of people you're talking to. So taking a look at who you're putting yourself around and even just, you know, looking at, like I said, simple things like who's draining you, who's giving you energy. And maybe the people that are giving you energy might have some really good insight as to mm. what you might be doing, mm -hmm. limiting your own self. Yeah. I remember you had given me um, one of these type of projects or like these activities, you had said, Hey, can you help me identify some of the stuff that I might not be seeing about myself, the shadow side, like stuff that I don't look at or recognize. And that, that is, is very great is to have someone that's dear to you and near to you that you trust, that you love, that you harmonize with that can bring some light to one of these SLBs or to some of these SLBs that you might have in your life that you might not be currently seeing. Exactly. If you already know some of your self-limiting, self-limiting behaviors, like I do, for instance, distraction, procrastination, uh, a definite old fallback is alcohol. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, convincing myself that I'm fatigued and don't have enough sleep. That's another good <laughs> yeah, one too. Like, yeah. Yeah. I need to sleep. I need to sleep. And that's not really actually no. accurate because yeah. when you're doing something you love and when you've got momentum, you're fully energized. 100%. But, you know, if you are having a hard time identifying anything that you might be doing to, you know, distract yourself or to bring yourself down, then, you know, take a good look at your group. Maybe there's somebody that you can ask. Maybe, you know, there's someone that's willing to tell you in your tribe, in your community of people. Yeah. That, and that having, having that truth, like we said, make sure it's some, someone you trust, someone you love, someone you harmonize with because, and you got to almost feel or know that they're going to come back to you with truth. Right. And that, cause that's what you're asking for. So as you're asking for help and seeking more awareness, you know, don't take that as an attack, you know, don't take that their response or their feedback that's given as an attack. It's nothing personal. This is not a threat, you know, take it with a grain of salt, something to look at and something to reflect on, you know, how can we grow more from these type of things? I think growth is exactly what we're looking for here on spiritual fitness, flexing our muscle, growing, getting better, improvement, personal improvement. As we've talked about many times, personal improvement just trickles out to our community and really has that ripple effect of improving everyone all the way around. I think this should be a wrap here talking about our upper limit problem and, and in association with that, the self-limiting behaviors, give yourself a chance to kind of think about what yours might be. And, and like we said, if you don't know, reach out to people who you love and who, who you trust and ask them for feedback. Yeah. One other thing too. So like we saw, we talked about reaching outside of yourself, right. To find something that others might not see, but there's also another tactic uh, that you can work on on your own. And it's these five challenging questions that you can 
write down, keep, I keep mine in my phone. Literally, I'm, I'm about to read them off my phone. <laughs> I keep them in my phone so I can go back and ask myself, but there's five questions. Then you can ask yourself in times that you feel you might be getting in your own way. You might be limiting yourself. You might have hit, reach an upper limit problem, whatever. So you can ask yourself these five questions. So question number one, it would be, how do you know that to always be true? So about whatever the story is that you're challenging, how do I know that this story is always true, Michael? So you're basically speaking to yourself. The idea is here to let's think about the past. Can you find any counterexamples to this story that can challenge it? So, and if you can, the story cannot be true. That's the idea here to find a counterexample. If you can't think of any other examples, you could also ask someone else if they think this to be true. If not, ask yourself, do I know that this will always be true in the future? So the idea here is to plant a shadow of doubt for your story to be false right? So we want you to prove yourself to be false. So then you can move on to question number two. What other valid stories could one create based on the same observable data? So don't try to have this huge laundry list of alternative stories. Just think of one or two. And just knowing that there are other possible stories, this can loosen up your brain on its stranglehold to tell you that this is the truth. Number three, how might you act differently, Michael, if you don't believe that story to be true? So you think about how could you act if you're not believing in the story is to build up some courage in yourself and truth that you can get past it. Number four, do you think it would serve you to act that way, Michael? So insert your name. So this is basically a closed-ended question. It's basically for you to answer directly. Is it yes or is it no? So do you think it would serve you to act in that way, to be afraid? No, of course it doesn't serve you. I want to, I want to act a different way, right? So here's another way to disprove yourself. And question number five, how will you experiment with acting differently, Michael? So again, insert your name. How will you, act, how will you experiment with acting differently? The word experiment here is super important. So to think about a scientist as an experiment, they never have failure in experiments. There's always an outcome through an experiment that reveals data, it reveals information, it reveals an outcome, right? And so that's the main intent that you can realize that you can try new things and see what you like. And you can try and attempt different things, have different experiments, have different outcomes for different opportunities in your life. So I'll post these five questions on the Instagram and also in our spiritual fitness community page on Facebook. So you can have the questions, you can run through them, you can save them yourself. Um, and yeah, they, they really help me. Like I said, I keep them in my phone and just just find new ways to overcome our self, our past self, our self-limiting behavior. So we could start living a life more full of greatness. Greatness is what we're going for here, people. <laughs> I do always like to mention that we have several books that we read. And so some of this was taken out of Coach Yourself Up by Mike Norman. Some of this was information from The Big Leap with Gay Hendricks. And, um, I, you know, there's another book, too, for any of you that might be interested in going deeper. There's another one called Goddess Warrior Training. And I cannot pronounce the author's name, but Goddess, Goddess Warrior Training. And if it's a really... Um, I will look up the author and we'll put it out there, but that one's another really good book to reference yeah. as well. A lot of activities in that book, tons of activities. Yes. Yeah. It says goddess, but men, you can do the activities in there. It's, you don't, it doesn't have to be gender based. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's not be biased here, right? It's, <laughs> it's great, great information. Yeah. No matter yeah. your gender. <laughs> exactly. It's great activities in that book. Thank you so much for joining us again here on Spiritual Fitness. We look forward to having you tune in again for another episode. Keep flexing that muscle. Keep getting on your 
path of greatness. And we look forward to your feedback as always. You guys take care. Absolutely. Have a great day, week, night, weekend, whatever it is when you get to this episode. Welcome home to the Community Spiritual Fitness. Take care. Love y'all. Keep your soul tuned in to every spiritual fitness episode by joining our podcast community by hitting that subscribe button. You can also stay up to date with any new posts or new stuff that we are exploring by following the Facebook page of Inspire the Collective and the Instagram page of Spiritual Fitness. You aren't alone in this journey of evolution, growth, and becoming spiritually fit. We could all use a little push into reaching our greatest self. Remember, we are all co-creating this thing we call life and walking a path of trying to reach a state of remembrance. So if you know anyone else in their own search of greatness, just as we are, share the link to the podcast, to our social pages, and let's all take part in our ability to inspire the collective together. To deny our own impulses is to deny the very thing that makes us human. Catch me outside. How about now? (laughs) Catch me on the mic. How about now? (laughs) There you are.